Daily devotional, Dr. Hancock. The enemy's purpose. The enemy's purpose is to kill, steal, rob, and destroy. Just understand that even before we really know who we are, the enemy is really trying to destroy our purpose before um, we ever come into the knowledge of who we really are. So just know that. Don't take it personal. Just get equipped <laughs> because he's not going to stop. And the more when you understand that the enemy, um, who is the enemy? When you understand that the enemy, in, the enemy is anyone and anything that throws us off our purpose or our destiny for the purpose of the kingdom of God to be able to perform, to be able to reach, to be able to proclaim the word of the Lord. It could be our own selves and we are the harshest judges of ourselves. And that's why we got to give control to God because we, we are really, we are not, we are no match for the enemy, but God is a match for the enemy. And that's why when Jesus died on the cross, he left the Holy Spirit to help us so we can defeat the whole purpose of the enemy. Um, just know that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, who you are. It doesn't matter what you do when you can recognize and turn that spiritual light bulb on and recognize that the enemy is really on his job i had a friend of mine said to me once before she said you know what the enemy is the only person i know is always on his job what do we do we leave our post but the enemy is always there um the word of god tells us that the lord is looking to and fro seeking whom he can show himself on behalf of but the enemy is also seeking to and fro and seeking whom he can destroy and at what point and it doesn't matter and a lot of times you hear people say we're big enough to do what we're big enough to do but just understand that anything outside of the will and the word of the Lord is no match for the enemy. So just make sure you know who you are. Know, make sure you understand what his purpose is. Because if you understand his purpose and you know he's going to come, you can prepare for the coming. The word of God asks, what man get ready to build a house and don't sit down and count up the cost? What army get ready to go to war and don't figure out who, what, which way they need to attack? So it's the same concept with us. Matthew 5 and 21 says, Ye have heard it, that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of judgment. A lot of times people think that is murdering someone. But what about your mouth? What about your disposition? What about your attitude? We kill so much even before it ever comes out of our mouth. Your disposition. You know, if you are children, when your parents tell you to do something, your disposition when it's time to do that thing, just know that your your disposition makes the biggest difference. And the enemy is going to use whatever tactic, whatever vehicle, we, and whatever person that allows him or her to be used. Romans 13 and 4 says, For he's the minister of God to thee of good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon all them that do evil. You guys, the enemy purpose. Keep in mind, if you look in the Old Testament and talk about how the devil actually became the devil, how he took a third of heaven with him. 
He thought he was equal to God and, and the Almighty. He did. And if you look at it, of course, he was the one that played the music. So he was able to play those things and get those things truly where it needed to be. And music makes the biggest difference. And that's how the enemy used a lot of, especially our young children. One of the things I always had to do is listen to what is saying. But the beat is what causes you. You ever <laughs> been listening to some music and you just before you know it your feet is patting and all of that is going on because music is the one thing that transcends every every um ethnic group every music and that beat it just goes on and on and on um roman 13 and 8 says oh no man anything but to love one another for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law the enemy just want to make sure that you don't discover your purpose you guys when you don't know what your purpose is you're looking and you're looking and you're looking you're not looking within you're looking without so what the enemy does is uses people and that are already you, you ever heard the saying that misery loves company so yes people that are not um confident in who they are they they want to make sure that somebody's there with them so that they can know that you know what my purpose it's just like your purpose. Misery love company. So since you don't know your purpose, I'm going to put my non-knowing purpose together with yours. And we're just going to seek about doing exactly nothing. Um, the enemy's purpose, 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. Let's, let's go back for a second and recognize the enemy. Yes, he is the one that is opposite of the what the will of the Lord is for our lives. He is that brother that is bitter. He is that sister that is snaps everybody's head off. He is that supervisor that just continuously um, is not happy at home. So they are not happy at the job. You have to, we have to as Christians, we have to bind that stuff up. We have to set our atmosphere and don't allow the enemy to take more control. He has no power and we have to give him, if he's taking control of any situation, you have to not, um, you have to not be doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so when you don't, of course, the enemy is going to come in and he's going to do exactly what he can um, while he can. Sometimes the enemy uses when we are frustrated, he'll use our spouse. He'll use our children. He'll use anything he can to distract us. He'll use our job. He'll use us being late. He'll use anything he can in our life to distract us. That lay member says something the wrong way, but you was already in a bad mood. So again, anything that we can do um, and anything, any place the enemy can come in, he's going to come in. You had a bad day at work. So when you get home, you snap it to the children. You snap it to your husband. You snap it to your wife. Okay, they, they didn't do what you thought they should have done. And the truth of the matter is you weren't home to understand what their role is and what they've done anyway. Okay, now the whole house is just on edge because daddy is going on, on the warpath. 
Okay, again, the, the mom is the one that set the atmosphere for the house. So if you want it to be, we really all, we all of us have to connect to God so that the enemy won't continuously um, defeat us in this area. And understand that if it's coming to your attention, it is not to condemn you, but it's to bring it to your awareness so you can change it. We have power over the enemy. We have power Anything you can say, whatever you want to. The only reason the enemy is winning, even during this pandemic, is because we are not exercising our power. The word of God tells us that we have power to speak to our situation and it will be moved. So whatever is going on in our life, if you would just speak what the word of God telling you to speak, it will change how you look at the situation and therefore the situation will change because now you'll look and you're looking at a completely different angle proverbs 6 and 17 says a proud look a lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood a heart that devises wicked imagination feet that be swift in running to mischief y'all the enemy doesn't care you sometimes we are our own worst enemy and so that's why the word of God tells us that we want to accept Jesus Christ into our heart. Because when we accept Jesus Christ into our heart, now the Holy Spirit can be the one that causes us to go in the right direction. The word of God tells us it's his spirit in us both to will and to do that which he's called us to do. Matthew 15 and 19 so just know recognize it the whole purpose of you even hearing this podcast now is not to condemn you but is for you to be able to recognize where the error is so that we can get with the father so the father can help us change everything and anything that we need to change it's not that's not God's purpose yes he prunes those he loves, but the whole but he loves us salvation is free grace is free god loves us he gave his only begotten son so that we can have the right to the tree of life so in that instance when god cast the devil out of out of heaven the devil cannot beat you he cannot defeat you as a matter of fact we are living a fixed life if we walk into what god called us to walk into Matthew 15 and 19 says, For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murderers, adulteries, fornication, theft, false witness, blasphemies. These are things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hand defile not a man. So in other words, you guys, you got to make sure. And in one scripture, it says that the heart is deceitfully wicked, which means that we can't trust our heart when it comes to things of the spirit because our heart is where our emotion lie. And if our emotions is not in place and you know, sometimes they change with the wind. So keep in mind, you got to have some kind of standard and the standard is the word of God. If you have the standard, what the enemy think he can do, he can't do. So just Everything that you think or everything that you feel or everything you think you want to say. Sometimes the word says all things are lawful, but not necessarily expedient. So just make sure you have someone like the Holy Spirit in your life who can really lead you, direct you and guide you into the way that you need to go. All right. First John 3. 15 says. It, you don't want to hate your brother. How can you say you love God and 
you have not seen God, but you do not like your brother whom you see. You cannot. That is not what the word of God tells us. And again, when we have that relationship with Christ, it changes everything. It takes the veil off our eyes. It takes the veil off our ears, our eye gate, our ear gate, our mouth gate. And now, because we flip the script and we flip the switch on, now the Holy Spirit is truly reigning. So because he is reigning in our life, we have the ability to change everything. We have the ability to get all those things that God said that we can have. And now the enemy is no longer reigning because he's been served notice because of the fact that we are aware of what he's trying to do. Okay. First John three and 15 says, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. You know, so sometimes, sometimes we look at this thing in a literate matter, but what about in your heart and what about in your mind? Okay, I think that the things that any of us do is long, a long time before. It's always been in our mind first. You don't just go and do something. You had, a thought is a thing. So if a thought is a thing, what are you thinking? So keep in mind that the enemy put those thoughts in our minds and idle time is the devil's workshop. So when you think about when you're going through a situation and you continuously think about that thing and somebody upset you and you continuously thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, what does it tend to do to you? It makes you more upset than it did. So that's why we have to really keep our mind stayed on God so that he can keep us grounded in the word of God. So if we are grounded in the word of God, then what happens is we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, direct us and guide us in a way that we should go. Because again, we don't know in ourselves what to do. We don't know in ourselves how to do what we need to do. But when we allow God to come into our life. The enemy has no more control. And now the Holy Spirit can lead us. Even as uncomfortable as it may be. And if we allow him to. God can take that uncomfortableness. And make it comfortable for us. So that we can help our brothers and our sisters. James 4 and 7 says. Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hand you sinners. And purify your heart, you double-minded. Let me stress this. Sometimes we think this thing is literal. But before it becomes manifest in the natural, you thought about that thing in your mind. That thought entered into your heart. Because remember, thoughts are things. So what are you thinking? So again, and now the enemy has a seed. And when you put it into the atmosphere, there is has to be space and opportunity for that thing to come to pass. Whether we are speaking for God and testifying of God, or we allow the enemy to allow us, to cause us to put that thing into the atmosphere. And now the enemy is looking for space and opportunity for that to come to pass. So just know that you got to make sure you aware because people always say that what we don't know won't hurt us. But that is not true. What you don't know will hurt you. So understand that God has a purpose. He has a whole set of instructions in the Bible. He has men and women of God, godly counsels. We have so much help. 
There is no reason. The word says, call upon him while he may be found. He said, if you seek him, you will find him. If you knock, the door will be open. If you ask, but you have to make sure you ask according to God's word and not according to your selfish motives. So the enemy has no power in your life. You have to make sure you find that scripture so you can put him to flight every time. And take a deep breath. Change the way you normally respond. Silence is a powerful weapon too if you know when to use it. And if you can use that weapon when you need to use that weapon and confuse the enemy because the only thing the enemy knows is what you put out there. If you put it out there, then that's how he knows it. But if you don't put it out there, then the enemy does not know what you do not um, put out there. Proverbs 6, 19, a false witness that speaketh lies and he that soweth discord among his brother. God hates. My son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thy neck and tie them about your neck. Tie them. Bind them continually upon thine heart and tie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. When thou wakest, it shall talk with thee. For the commandment is a lamp and the law is a light. And reproofs of instruction are the way of light. To keep thee from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongue, and the strange woman. Y'all, so keep in mind, God has already, excuse me, designed our life. The enemy has no place in our life unless we give it to him. And so you have the right, just like you gave it to him, you got the right to take it back. So take a moment. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you asking for forgiveness of our sins that we've committed in word, thought, or deed. God, I come before you on behalf of my brothers and my sisters and my, my fellow and my colleagues, Lord God. And I, oh, I command their eyes and ears to be open now in the name of Jesus. God, that they would no longer look at life the way they, they normally look at it, Lord God. That the enemy has no more control of what they thought he had control of but give them power to speak and seek your word so that they can put the enemy to flight you say one can put a thousand to flight two can put ten thousand and when you allow god to do that it's just a matter of just like salvation when you confess the sinner's prayer and you believe in your heart that god has raised jesus from the dead the word of god tells you that you shall be saved it is not a feeling it is a confidence it's a belief level it is a belief level. And when you can do that, when you can do that, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Proverbs 51, and I mean, Psalms 51 and 10 says, Create in me a clean heart of God and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit in me. So let's make sure you understand this, that none of us, none of us, none of us without the Holy Spirit, none of us will be saved. By the blood of Jesus, all of us can be saved. Again, it's just a matter of taking the instructions which are in the word of God and just asking the Lord to go before us. Everything in our life should be offered um, up to God. And if you do that, then now you're because your spiritual antenna is turned on and that light bulb is on, the enemy can no longer take control like he normally take control. You have to make sure you are purposeful and strategic in everything that you do in your life. And when you are purposeful and strategic in everything that you do in your life, it changes everything. And so now 
the enemy has to try somebody else. He has to go somewhere else because he knows that Tony, he knows that Linda, he knows that Mary, Marie, um, Sarah is no longer John. He knows that they are no longer going to allow him to just keep beating him up um, without a fight. And the fight, your fight is the word. Your fight is the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. Your feet shall with the preparation of the gospel of peace. God has already given us what we need and how we need to do it. St. Matthew 6 and 21 says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. It is as simple as that. What you put stock in is where you live. So today, change the way you put your, where's your gold? Where's your gold? Is it in your Savior that has given his son for your life? Or is it in your house, in your car, in your children? Y'all, everything should be offered up to God so that the enemy can no longer take advantage of us. But if we don't have and we don't allow the Holy Spirit to operate in our lives, there is no possible way that God is going to get the glory and you're going to win that victory. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That when we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that our petition is granted. Real talk, Dr. Hancock.